0: Hello and welcome to the podcast, the first one on screen. Hello, Ange, how are you?
1: I'm much better now. we won, Ian. Happy New Year.
0: Hello, Happy New Year, and we've won a game. Can you believe it? I'm a bit
1: shocked. No. I'm uh, shocked. Listen, at one point, I thought we were in for a shock because in the first half, they had quite a few chances and luckily for us, uh, they didn't take them. But from, from the moment we stepped up and started winning the second balls, I, I thought there was only going to be one winner. And it has to be good for confidence. And now we've got another glamour tie against Wigan at home.
0: Massive game, Wigan. We're Wigan at home. We, we always struggle against Wigan. <laughs> That's just hope Hugo Roddy-Ager isn't playing. It's the only thing we've got out yeah. for.
1: Yeah, but then, of course, there's James McLean. So I think a lot of people are going to start calling it the James McLean derby.
0: Not again. We've already got Nathan Jones. We've got the Gary Rowitz. What's next? <laughs> we for Steve Cox. We'll come back. Right, so we'll get cracked in straight away with what's going on the programme. Obviously, first, we're going to talk about uh, the game. We're going to go through his player ratings. I mean, it's harsh for me to do player ratings because I didn't even listen or watch because I was at work. So basically, we're just going to have to follow what you're saying, Hans, because obviously you were there when I wasn't. But I'm, going to, I'm still going to put player meetings yeah. in. I'm going to be, some people have been putting me down to be president at this moment in time on the put on right, page. Right, well,
1: good luck. Right, good.
0: so we'll go straight to with debut boy, Jack Bonham, who joined in the summer, but it's taken all this time getting get his debut.
1: Yeah, Um. he was fairly competent. There was one incident where he came out for a ball. Uh, Chester and Fox got a bit of a mix-up in front of him and the ball just disappeared over his head and you think, oh, my God. And then there was another instance when the guy really should have lobbed him and scored and he didn't. But he was a fairly competent uh, debut. His goal-kicking was OK. Don't muck about. If there's nobody there, he boots it upfield. So I'm giving him seven.
0: Um, Yeah, go on. I'll give him a seven as well, to be honest. Because um, I know nothing about the game, to be honest. I just know we won 2-0. Um, I, th- I thought... Yeah. To, to, to be honest, you've got to go on Seven. It's his debut. He, he didn't do a lot wrong, did he, to be honest, from what I, what I was listening to and what I was reading. No, he, he hasn't done a lot wrong. So, yeah, Seven does work out well. Right, so we're now going to De Haney, a player that we've I've been impressed with, and I know his contract's coming up very soon, isn't it's a, it's a couple of weeks before his contract's up.
1: I think it's a couple of weeks, and he did look like he was playing to try and um, extend his contract. To me... He's, he's not a brilliant player, he's adequate. Um, I guess it will depend whether we can get somebody else in that's better, that might be able to fit a variety of roles, because we obviously are looking to try and strengthen, um, be that just to use up the wages that we had for uh, Ostergaard. So for me, I'll give him a seven as well. He was He was okay, but then there was nothing brilliant on the pitch, you know.
0: No, he's just an adequate player, isn't he? he? I think he's just an all round six, isn't he, De Haney, which I'm going to go in with. I'm going to go with a solid six. You know, I, I, to be honest, I rate lad. I think he's all right. He could get better, but, you know, with Tom Edwards coming back and maybe the manager likes the look of him, it could be one of those things where they think, yeah, well, we'll give Tom Edwards more of a chance because this lad, they don't see something in him. I don't know. So, yeah, go on, we'll go in with, yeah. we're going with a six, to be honest we're also going with the fresh and not as handsome Ben Wilmot?
1: Well, I like, I think he's got to get an extra mark for his haircut. Um, and the only downside for Ben Wilmot is that um, people think he's James Chester on occasions now when he's running with the ball. Uh, he did everything he had to do. I like Ben Wilmot when he's going forward against a team like Leighton Orient. He isn't seeming to get caught out. And I thought he was one of our better players today, so he's going to get. Uh, I can't give him an eight because the person who's got man of the match for me is getting an eight, so I'll give him a 7.5.
0: A 7.5, you've been harsh there. I'm giving him a 10. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> got to get a first video joking, aren't we? It's got me done. I'll, I'm going to go with this, <laughs> I'll go in with an eight. I thought he played well. I mean, you've got to put in perspective who we were playing. You know, this is a league two side in like yeah. an Orient, they aren't a very good side. But I thought he, he did his job well. You know, he wasn't getting overrun, which is good for him, to be honest. And I'm going to give him a good score because of that. Because he is a good player. He's good at driving the ball forward when he wants to. And against weak teams like Leighton Orient, he'll murder him because he is a good player. And I'll go with an eight. Right, yeah. so now we're going to the man who I still don't understand why he's still at the club. But as you keep saying, Michael O'Neill loves him, which is James Chester.
1: Well, without wishing to be too harsh... I don't think he'll love him as much today. Um, Quite how anybody can jump and look two foot shorter when they jump is an art that I don't know many people have mastered. We've had a few at Stoke who've mastered that art, but he is the best. I didn't think he was, he was awful today in my opinion. Look, the guy tries, he's clearly been a good player. He made one very good saving tackle after he would played himself into trouble but I just thought he was poor today and um, I, I wouldn't play him again on that showing. I, I know we have to play him when people are injured, but for me, he's past his best, his legs have gone, and I will be very worried if I see him in the centre of defence again, and he's lucky to get a four off me.
0: Um, I'm going to go in low. I'm going to go in with a two, to be honest, because I thought he was pathetic today. I think he's done. I think he's done as a player, and it's really a shame because he's—he's he's not really that old. He's only thirty-two, isn't he? Coming on 33s. But hes he's—he's done. Well, I tell you Sorry. what,
1: he ages—he ages everybody that watches him, Ian.
0: Yeah, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's horrific. He's it's not good enough. Yeah. I don't know why he's playing. I've, I've said it no. now for four or five times. I don't—I don't understand why we've got why he keeps staying here. You know, we've had three opportunities to get rid of him. For me. He should have gone after the loan spell. He should have gone back to Villa or moved on to a different club because he wasn't good enough then. Yeah. And I still don't understand why he's at the club. I don't, I don't get it. I agree. But obviously, he must make a cracking cup of tea. That's all I can. That's all <laughs> I <can> say really. <laughs> uh, right, so we move into Morgan Fox.
1: Yeah, uh, Morgan Fox did a bit better than James Chester. He did one or two really good overlaps down the wing. He was fairly OK in defence. I'm still not convinced he's he's the right man for Stoke, but he's the only player we've got with a left foot on that side. So um, I'll give him a six.
0: Uh, I'm going to go through the middle. I'm going to go with a five for Morgan Fox. I, I, it's another player for me that I just don't think is good enough for where we want to go. It, I just don't see no, what do doing. I
1: don't think- no, I don't think he's that good either. But he's, as I say, he's the one person we've got on that side at the moment, so he's going to keep getting picked.
0: I know he is, because you know at the moment because the injuries to Suter and we've like Ostergaard, and obviously we've missed out on a player we'll talk about later. I just think it's just not good enough. Is it? let's be honest, we've got James Chester there, we've got Morgan Fox. I'd rather see a kid, to be honest. I'd rather see a young lad on that side than than this got yeah. this yeah. this retired rubbish for me. I don't know people could yep. judge me, but at the end of the day, I, I say it how I see it for me. And I just I just don't think these players are good enough. And there's a reason why he was free, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. And that's why we're over five. Right, so now we move into Joe Allen. I'm going to go in one out. Captain Joe Allen, skipper fantastic for 70 grand a week. Joe Allen.
1: Well, for 70 grand a week, listen, he put himself about today, but he's playing the second division team. Right, second division team. He made some decent passes, he made some bad passes. It was typical Joe Allen, but he kept going, he kept battling away. Um, I think he's gonna have to be in the midfield obviously at the moment because of the problems. We've got another one materialized today, which we'll no doubt come on to in a bit. But uh, for me, he's gonna get a, a six. Mm. Hey, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll give him, I'll get. I'm going to give him a five, to be honest, for me. You know, this is this is a League Two side. It should be murdering him. I don't care what anyone says. This is a, a player that we've bigged up to be our star player and big earner and this and that. And I just thought he was as average as average can be today. You know, I know I know we won the game 2-0 and there's a player that impressed me today. And I'll be honest with you, it's a player that we've all been like calling to get rid of. But Joe Allen, for me, is. I just don't see what he's brought to Stoke, and it it continues for me. You know, we played late in Orient today, an average team, well, well, below average team. You know, these are in the same division as Port Vale, which gives gives a clue of how rubbish these are. And he didn't. I just, I don't understand it really. I don't think he's a captain, and to be honest, at the end of the season, he's a player that I'd let go. To be honest, and an average performance for me today, absolutely average. And that's just I what do happens.
1: think he will be gone at the end of the season ian i think they can't they can't justify those sort of wages on him
0: they can't it's he'll, just...
1: take him, he'll take him will take up to them but he'll be gone at the end of the season i think
0: unless unless he drops his wages it might massively I can't, I can't see us keeping a hold of him right the forgotten man no. was on the pitch uh, sam klukas
1: i didn't think sam klukas was very good today uh he was typical sam klukas like joe allen was typically joe allen he, He'd do one or two really good things, he'd get stuck in and then he'd give the ball away inexplicably. He did two passes like he did against Derby. The difference was this time he chased them down and tried to get the ball back. But um to me, Sam Klukas is not the Sam Klukas that, that was before he signed the contract. Whether that's coincidental or not, I don't know. But again, I'll give him a six.
0: I'm gonna go on with a three, to be honest. I thought he was
1: God,
0: I thought I, I thought he was out. I he did nothing for me. Yeah, fair enough. He made about two. He probably made two or three good tackles, which was was there and thereabouts. But he brought nothing to the table again. No creative passing. No getting in the danger areas and having a good shot. We know he can hit the ball. And this is like again, again, it's Leighton Audience. We have to put into perspective who we're playing against. We weren't playing against Derby or Coventry or whoever. We were playing against Leighton Audience, and he was flapping about the pitch. That's a complete made-up name. <laughs> we're weird, I've just made up there for you. But he he flapped, 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 flapped. I don't know. Poor, absolutely poor. Just, I I don't understand what's gone on with him. I don't don't understand where Sam Lucas has gone. He was my favourite player two years ago after the, you know, the heroics he did to keep us up. But this year and last year, completely different player. Right, so now we go into a player that I thought and I've been calling out for a long time, which is Alfie Dowdy.
1: Alfie Doughty uh, has got tremendous speed. Um, He looked the part quite a few times, but he's too inconsistent for me. Um, Now, whether that's because he's hardly played or whether it's because he's lacking match experience, I don't know. But I think there's a really good player in there and I would like to think that he plays more for us now. And I think he will. When he gets his shooting boots on and his crossing boots right, he's, he's going to be a massive asset to the club.
0: And I'll give him a seven. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go in quite high. I'm going to go on for seven because I, I like his movements. I think he, he's got to in the other parts of the game, but he's still a young lad, isn't he? He's only 20-21. He's, yeah. he's got a long way to go. But I like his I think pace. he'll do well.
1: For
0: yeah, I think he will. Yeah. I, think, I, I think once he gets a bit of a, a grasp of being a bit more consistent, like you said, he's going to have to bring yeah. in a... He's going to have to bring a bit more consistency. But let's be honest, Josh time isn't consistent. Let's be honest. He's been really That's dropping cool. us off as late. And yeah, I'm impressed with him. I, I liked him. And I think because of his pace, he was getting us up the pitch, which is something we haven't been doing in the last two home games, right. which, which was absolutely depressing. We're going to have to cover that after as well. But yeah, I thought he was all right. Right, so now we'll move into debut, boy. Uh, right, Phillips. Like DiMaggio, De- De- is it DiMaggio Wright Phillips?
1: DiMaggio Wright Phillips. The, the thing that I mean, I spoke to him after the match, and um, the first thing that gets you when you're standing anywhere near him is what a little boy he looks. He's, he's, <laughs> I don't think he's five foot six. Well, he's uh, he still looks like if, a little boy, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, if, if, you, if you blow on him, he'll fall over. Having said that, he was one of the bright spots today. He chased and chased everything, as you would expect on your debut. Um, he made a few mistakes. I don't think he got the ball half as much as he wanted or half as much as they should have got to him. And I thought he, he, he had a promising debut for the football club. He did say that he didn't sleep at all last night. Um, he was really concerned because, obviously, he was told he was playing. But, you know, just to see the joy on his face... I know every footballer is really pleased when they make a first team debut, but just to see the joy on his face and his, his dad was there, his uncle was there, his granddad wasn't, but he was, he was just so proud to pull on the shirt for Stoke. And that's what we want. We want youngsters like that who will cover every blade of grass and play the heart out for Stoke. And I'm going to give him a seven as well.
0: Yeah, no, I'll give him a seven. Debut boy, I thought you were he impressed. He's, he's quick. I like his movement as well, similar to Dougherty on, on the right, more towards the right hand side, didn't he? I, th- I think he's a good little player, and to be honest, in a few years' time, he's he's got the reputation, of course, because of his his dad and his granddad, obviously, especially his granddad. And I thought he I thought he did well. He was chased everything down, a bit similar to Walters in that fake state where you know he sort of never give up on anything, which I think okay. is a very bright way of playing. He, he did impress me, and I liked I liked what he was doing. I think it's a it's a good. A good debut, that was. And I think there's a bit of a future there. And to be honest, with what we've got at the moment, I'd stick him on the bench and leave him on the bench now till the end of the season and give him bits. And yeah, I would to too. Because because he's, you know, maybe yeah. against the team we weakened a bit later on, he could do a bit of, well, some serious damage with that pace. Right, so now we're going for me, man of the match. I know this is going to shock a lot of people, but I'm going to go in with Tom Ince.
1: Well, it's rare that we agree, Ian. But for me, he was the standout player for Stoke. He covered every blade of grass. He ran right across the midfield. It was him driving forward that produced the second goal. Um, I know Chester had a bit of a part to play with it too, which we'll gloss over. Uh, but uh, honest to goodness, I thought he was a standout player for Stoke. And when you think he's had a really frustrating time, I mean, my God, he's frustrated us as fans a few times. Yeah, he has, yeah. But he's kept going... The one thing I'll always say about Tom Ince is that you never hear him criticise the club. You never hear him criticise the manager. He just gets his head down and he he keeps trying. And there's a lot of us that would like him to be gone. And I just feel we're going to see more of him in the team now because of necessity and he's earned his place. So for me, he is the top player for Stoke today and I'm giving him an eight.
0: I think you been a bit of a there. To be honest, I'm getting with a 9 I thought he was brilliant today, Tom Mintz. And He has been for a couple of weeks, to be honest. I think he's been our best I thought he's our best player not long ago. He's been chipping a few goals away. I mean, the, the amount of goals he's got per game is actually very good at the moment for Tom Hintz. He, he, he's is, got maybe, four
1: goals this season. Four goals and he's our second highest scorer, apart from, obviously, Brown and Powell, who are tied on five. That's how prolific we are.
0: So that's, that shows... That shows how good he's been recently, then, doesn't it? Really, when he's he's putting them kind of numbers away, you know, because the other the other two players who are here have played a hell of a lot more football than him. So at the moment, on yeah. stats and everything, yeah. at the moment he's our best player. So all these yeah, fans have been calling for him. He is frustrating. I, I agree. He is a frustrating player, especially when he sort of hangs around on the right hand side, not moving around. But yeah, yeah. The last couple of games he's been our leading player. He's been making things up and he's been moving in. He's been actually playing similar to the way Campbell did before his injury, breaking him from the right-hand side, trying to create chances. And I thought today he absolutely That's ripped been. an audience apart. And I thought he was brilliant yeah. today. I think he's going to get man of the match. I thought he was, but he's going to get a nine. It was a great performance. He's one of the best yeah. performances I've seen for a while.
1: Well, he's a man. man
0: of the match, so there we go. Yeah. All right, so last player, Jacob Brown.
1: Now I've always defended Jacob Brown. I've always said how much he runs around and how hard he tries. I think he could have still been on the pitch now and he wouldn't have scored. and when he was taken off it was no surprise to me. You can't fault his effort, but he had one chance when he got through and he messed up the first ball the first touch so badly that it dribbled back to the keeper. I um, think I think he's I think he's, um, he's gone a bit stale. He'll always try and he's getting the six off me.
0: Hey, I'm going to with a four, to be honest, with Jacob Brown today. I thought he was pretty useless, to be honest. Um, I don't like him on his own. I, I've never have. I don't, I don't like him on his own because he's he just hasn't got that lethal edge to him. Has he? He, when he When he plays on his own, he looks like a right winger out of position. That, that's all I can say. When, when he's alongside someone... He, he sort of works well because he sort of knocks the ball through trying to make things tick. But today he was all run. He was all run or nothing, really. There was loads of running, but that was as far as I can go with Jacob Brown. So I'm going to go on for four okay. today because I think it's just just below average. But, you know, Tom made up for it today, to be honest. He made a, a big impression. Right, I'm sure you're going to have to go through the subs and tell us what happened there.
1: Well, um, we made several substitutes. We brought on Brancic and uh, with about, just typical stoke, with about 90 seconds to go, he starts to sprint forward and just stands still and he holds the back of his leg and you know, I mean, everybody in the crowd, and you could hear everybody in the crowd because there's hardly any crowd there, all said, i And he he stayed on the pitch and just walked for the rest of the game. And I spoke to O'Neill afterwards, and he says he's definitely out for Wednesday. I see him being out for a lot longer than that. Uh, So we've lost Vrancic now. Vrancic is out. Um, Campbell came on. Uh, Campbell scored. It was a a nice pass to him, and it wasn't an easy chance. He had a shot, whereas if he hadn't have had the shot and passed it to Tezgel, who we'll talk about in a minute, he'd have slammed it in. Uh, but Campbell came on, it's too late really to, to give him much of a mark but Campbell again, to me, doesn't look anywhere, he looks overcooked or undercooked whichever term you want to use he isn't, to me now, he looks like the player that went to Shrewsbury on loan I know he's had a dreadful injury, I'm delighted to see him back, but he's still not firing, and I think if you want me to give him a mark, I'll give him a five but it's very hard uh, to, to mark him um, when, when there's really not a great deal happening in the match. So you had Vrancic come on, you've had Campbell come on. Um, there's another couple, uh, another one at least, but Emery Tezgal, uh, who came on. I mean, everybody was talking about him as the great player we hope he's going to be. And he didn't look overawed. He, he did what he had to do. Again, you can't really mark him. I'll give him a five if I have to mark him because it was so late in the match. And I know Stoke wanted to bring him on earlier, but the match, it wasn't safe at that point. So um he looks as though he's going to be a great player for me. Whether we can keep him or not moving forward is is another thing. But Michael O'Neill again said what a great lad he is, what a level headed lad he is, and how um happy he is that he's that he's got on and made his debut. So yeah. uh, you'll have to fresh my mind for who else came on because I can't think right now. No, to be really honest, I more. can't remember.
0: Um... Somebody came on the midfield. I can't remember, to be honest. I generally can't.
1: Vantage uh, came on. Tezgel came on. Uh, Campbell came on. Somebody else came on. And I can't remember who it was. But it'll come to me at some point.
0: Yeah. it's be honest, I talking about uh, Taz it, I like his confidence already. You know, he came on like it was... Like he'd been coming on for ages, really. Especially becoming the youngest ever Stoke player now. He's, he's taken that mantle. I think he's going to be a player in. I do. I think he's going to be one of them that could be a big money signing if we if we could start sorting out buying players. We I think he could be something special in about two or three years. Might based onto the scene and maybe based into the England side as well. Like a Mike, young Michael Owen or something. He looks a real player. I just like I just like well watched him for a couple of minutes where I watched the highlights. I was watching him and I liked how he was peeling away. And sort of losing defenders when he was when he was walking when he was yeah. sort of looking, and I like that. That's clever, you know. If we, when we were watching Jacob Brown half the time, he was panting and looking like he was standing next to defenders. So it's a good skill to have.
1: Yeah. While you're talking, I'm 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 hastily looking to see what I've missed because it's doing my head in, and I know people <laughs> listening to this will be saying oh so and so and and, and so and so, uh, but uh, it, the, the only thing that really matters about today is that Stoke won. That's the only thing that really matters. about yeah, um, Well,
0: football is. It's all about winning, isn't it? And, but it was nice to see some kids play. And that that's what I like the thing. But we'll talk about what I'm not happy with when we talk about the rating of the manager later. But I think it was a solid performance.
1: Timon. Timon you know? came. To Timon.
0: Did, did you notice?
1: Um, He did a couple of really good things, actually. He uh he looked more like the Josh Timon that we'd seen several weeks ago and um, he did okay. So I was I was quite happy with him coming on and performing like that. Uh, but overall, if you're giving it a performance as a game, I would struggle to give it more than a six. I know that they're second division and I know that people say it's their cup final. If I'm being brutally honest and anybody that was at that game Ian will tell you, they could have been three up in the first half. They had a chance with six minutes to go where there was this magnificent mix-up in a... It was like the Keystone Cops central defending. And the bloke just walks through them because they sort of collide with each other. And all he has to do is lob the ball over Bonham's head, which he does as Bonham comes out. Luckily, not only did he lob it over Bonham's head, he lobbed it over the goal and almost out the ground as well. So... Um, we were very, very lucky at that point. And you know, if they'd have scored the first goal today, and they had lots of chances, and they probably create lots of chances whenever they play because they've got a very big central attacker, we had one of our smallest defences on today, which I couldn't fathom. You know, so they were always going to pump the ball long, right? If they'd have scored first, we'd have had a problem today. It was yeah, all about we the first goal. I don't
0: think, you know? if, to be honest. Giving it a rating, I'm going to give it a five, to be honest, because we were playing against. I thought, until we until Tom Hintz, that bit of magic from Tom in, I, I thought we were completely out of the game, to be honest. I thought we were just, from what I was like, because obviously I was listening to bits of it, but because it was towards the end of the week shift, I was sort of like running around trying to get to the car to listen to it a bit more. But to be honest, the first, what, 20, 30 minutes, we were completely outplayed by them, to be honest. We were putting the ball mm-hmm. in the top.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the day, the end of the day, Ian, we're in the draw and we're playing Wigan in the next round, and they're out, and that's all that matters. Nobody will ever remember Shrewsbury beating Liverpool because they didn't. Yeah, you know, I know, I know that. I know
0: that, but this this is a, it's, it's got to be looked at as a worrying thing. This because defensively, we, at the moment, we are in absolute shambles. I mean, we're looking at Ben Wilmot to be the most experienced player on the pitch because of the performances of James Chester and performances of Morgan Fox, two players that for me are at the wrong level.
1: I think Fox will play play on Wednesday. I don't think Chester will. And I think he rested some players today to save them for what's a very important match at Barnsley. Unfortunately, Vrancic is out. And that's a big miss.
0: Well, that's what we're going to go into and talk about now is the the rating of Michael O'Neill. And the biggest thing that annoyed me today, the biggest thing that annoyed me, why did he bring Vrancic on?
1: Um, I didn't ask him. I suspect he brought it on just to waste a bit of time and give him a little run out to see if he could create something. But it's, it's failed. And you know what? You can do your hamstring at any time. Um, I didn't see Rancic warming up. Uh, I saw one or two other players warming up. I'm not saying he didn't warm up, but I didn't see him warming up. And he'd been on probably five or six minutes when he, he started to move and he stopped straight away. And you can do your hamstring at any time, but I do question if he had warmed up. If he had, I hold my hands up, but I didn't see him warm up.
0: I, I just, I, th- I think to me, it's just ridiculous. We, we were sort of cruising at that point in the game, and I know we needed to waste time, but you've got other players on the bench. You've got other players. Branch, we made this mistake years ago, didn't we, with young when we decided to play yeah. him against Shrewsbury, and look what happened. The, the whole thing fell apart after that. You don't bring your star man, because let's be honest, he is our star midfielder, who's our most creative player, and we're not in good form at the moment. We've we've lost his last 2 have aren't we, at home? And we're moving into a very important match coming up. You do not bring Vrancic when we're comfortable in the game. And I'm starting to question the manager a bit at the moment, and I really am. You know I'm a, I'm a supporter of him, and I'm behind him, but that was a stupid decision for me, and it's really not paid off. And he probably hasn't warmed up, but... You don't bring a player on. He was that important in a match which we're already pretty much through, just to waste time. Yeah. We've got other players on the bench. And I'm
1: sure he wished he hadn't. And I'm sure he wished he hadn't. But we won, we threw, and um he just does another name on the injury list.
0: That's again it's getting big, this injury list. Uh, so we'll give yeah, the, the manager a rating.
1: Yeah,
0: so we'll have to give the manager I'm a rating, You are?
1: Well, we won. we won, so I'm giving him a seven.
0: A seven? Yeah, <laughs> with, with the Vranic.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, he's well.
1: I said, pick yourself up off the floor. I've given him a seven.
0: I, I, I nearly did fall over there. To be honest, good you on a sofa. But all I'm going to say is, I'm going to, I'm going to give him a, a six because of the Vranic thing. I think it's stupid and it might cost us on Wednesday. To be honest, and I'm, I'm not happy about that, that decision at all. But other than that, we did win. We beat. We beat. Um, Harry, Harry Kane's B team and yeah yeah, I'll take it we'll I'll take it with Rooting to, to play against Wigan we should smash them I mean who are Wigan what they ever won let's be honest and it, it, we yeah, move on now to another serious topic which goes on to the John uh, Sutty. how has this not happened?
1: Have you ever seen him play?
0: I have yeah I have seen him play I've actually seen him play live as well for Arts, yeah. yeah you,
1: I remember you saying that now Um I I I have two thoughts, schools of thought on this. I don't believe we were ever in for John Souter. I think it's very easy, always his brother, he plays at Stoke, he'll get him down at Stoke. I think if you look at Stoke, Michael O'Neill thinks he's got enough centre-halves without James Chester. I hope. But I think he's got enough players in that position. And when you've only got a limited amount of money, take your hands away from your head. When you've only got a limited amount of money, you need to strengthen in other areas at Stoke. And that has to be a centre-defensive midfielder. And the only people, the only money they will have, I believe, is Ostergaard's wages, which they'll probably try and split into two and get two players with. And I believe Stoke will try and get two players. One, I think, will be a midfielder, possibly two midfielders. I think he'll go for one midfielder, and um, a left-sided defender. <laughs> Not a
0: centre-half.
1: we'll go for a centre-half. So in that respect, I don't, this is just my belief. I've got no inside information. I don't believe John Suter was ever an option. And I believe that if he had been an option, when two or three other clubs came in, we would be blown out of the water anyway. What I do believe is if for some reason he stays at where he is until the summer, then I think Stoke would be interested in him, but not now. And we're not going to get rid of anybody. I mean, the one person I was hoping to get rid of, and I'm not ashamed to say it, was Tom Ince. And now I wouldn't no, get rid of him.
0: can't get rid of Tom Ince now.
1: <laughs> so Who have you got? Who have you Listen. got? The only other alternative you've got is not to renew De Haney's contract. And if you don't renew his contract and then you don't get somebody in to replace him, you're buggered, aren't you?
0: Yeah, the, the, the problem is for me, when I look at it now, I mean, we have got plenty of centre-backs at the club at the moment, I agree. But the problem is with those centre-backs, they aren't good enough. If, if we if we want to keep fighting oh. and get in that playoff spot, we, we're going to have to bring players in. I'm, so, I'm sorry, it does it, we keep talking like we've got no money. We've got we've got like the Richie Stoners in the Championship. You know, Forrest... Yeah, but, but that Forrest doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. Know. No, I know that, but... It doesn't matter. But Forrest is spending more money than us than they have been for the last two seasons. He's spent way yeah, more Yeah, but money. Forrest,
1: they'll get a comeuppance. They'll get a comeuppance. Look, it's it. I, the one thing, Tony Scholes is virtually going, well, he's virtually gone now. The only decent thing, in my opinion, he's done in the last few years is he might have helped get us in the FFP mess, but he's also helped us to give a chance of getting out of it. They aren't going to blow that now. You know, And the other thing you've got to remember is that you've got Nick Powell who will be coming back at some point. Jordan Thompson, if he hadn't got COVID, I think he'd have been on the bench today. So you've got another week before we get Jordan Thompson back. And I think Jordan Thompson is now a very important player for this football club because he's the nearest thing we've got to a good defensive midfielder. And if you haven't got Brančić and you're working with Alan and Klukas in midfield, you need somebody behind them. To, to to mop up the mess that will happen. And it's it's a difficult time. Having said that, it's Ian, very if very I said to But Ian, question, and a question for all the listeners, and they might get in touch with you on this this week. If at the halfway stage of this season, you'd have been told at the, in August that we would be five points off the playoffs and have had all the injuries that we've had, you'd have ripped somebody's hand off for it. The, the mere fact that we've blown so many points in the last few weeks is hard to take. But when you look at where we were two seasons ago, we're, we're progressing. However difficult it is to take that we're not progressing as fast as you and I want, we are progressing.
0: See, see but the thing is, I, I, I can't see progression, I can't. I know, I know we've got injury problems, which I'll say. But for me, we're where I expected. To be honest, I expected this to be just outside the playoffs. I said that at the start of the season, that I thought maybe 8th or ninth, maybe 10th, something around that, which is an improvement, yeah. But it's not a drastic improvement. So the thing is, how many players have come in in this summer? We we all thought, yeah, what a great window. It's not been a great window, has it? When we look at it now, we've got Chester still at the club, we've got Fox still at the club, but I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm really worried because... We were absolutely garbage against Derby. We were. We, that was one of the worst matches I've seen for a long time. That Derby one. We were. I don't know that that wasn't five one. To be honest. And
1: we were awful, and we were no better against Preston.
0: Yeah, yeah. Preston we just absolutely fell apart again, and I'm worried because this this exact same thing happened last season, and I'm worried this time because I look at the squad. And. We just don't seem to have that quality. You've already mentioned it there, like Sam Lucas and Joe Allen and James Chester. These are the people that should be the spine of our team in pushing us forward. But they just aren't the same players. For me, they're players I get rid of at the end of the season. I mean, if we look at it now, there's not many to keep again. We're back to square one again.
1: And yeah. <laughs> I, I think that will be another. There will be another load of changes in the summer. I really do. But I still sit here now and say that um, because we haven't got to January, sorry, we haven't got to the end of January, I still think Stoke will sneak into the playoffs. And I think January is the pivotal month. we got Barnsley and then Hull, both very winnable games. Then Coventry, winnable game. Oh, now, man. we've had lots of winnable games and we've blown them. Yeah, we I remember the performance at Queen's Park Rangers when everybody thought we'd get battered, myself included. Yeah, I did. And we I were, a, we were absolutely brilliant. We were great. And I think that Barnsley will do OK at Barnsley. I'll be really disappointed if we don't come away with, with well, if we don't get at least a point. I think we'll win at Barnsley.
0: I, I think, to, to be honest, when we look at it, this January window is going to be very important, to be honest. With Leo Ostergaard going and I think Sim has gone now as well, Auntie. Or is he still at the club well, he's, gone,
1: he's gone back to be assessed, but I can't see Simmer going. I can't see why anybody would have a player back who they can't play and they can't loan out again if they've, if they've done a deal with us for 12 months. I just can't see why. Why would you have him back? He can't play.
0: Well, that's bad news. <laughs> um, so, basically, we've been linked out with Haywood Bellis from Manchester City, currently is on loan at Andal. Um, center back yeah,
1: we've been with him yeah um maybe we'll go for him i still think we'll go for um a defensive midfielder i don't so, know who it is but i think we'll go for one
0: to be honest i, I would bring another center back in i would if it was me if i was in, if i was in charge of the club i'd bring another center back in because i just don't trust jester to be honest i think he's finished and to be honest with how well jordan thompson's been playing in that holding midfielder i'd keep him there as long as he isn't making mistakes. I know he's not, you know, perfect. He's not a 10 out of 10 in that position. But until the end of the season, I'd keep him there, to be honest, Jordan Thompson. And I think we do need a striker. Yeah,
1: I, I would think, uh, yeah but when you then you go on to our strikers and you talked about the money we've spent. I'm amazed Sam Surridge didn't start today. I, I didn't understand that. Why would you not start him today and give Brown a rest? Um, I, because, I just absolutely. thought that was, that that was weird. I would have played Surridge today. I, I, and, I've never and, played, I wouldn't play him again. Well, I, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan, but you can't, if you can't get in the cup matches, what's that say?
0: Well, it, it's, it's just, for me, it's another bad sign again, isn't it? It's another one that I'm looking at and I'm thinking, yeah, I know you're very optimistic in the same, same as Jacob Brown, that you'll, kickstart next season but i can't see anything in his, in his game that speaks for you go there's a player there he, he's he, the, the number no. the, let's be honest the most number one and most important thing of a striker is hitting the back of the net and he can't do that fair enough Jacob Brown is sort no. of a knock-on man into he? he's like a Sadibi but Surrey's come in yeah, to yeah. strike it yeah. and when when you're missing yeah. sitters like he was it, it is bad news. I mean, at the moment, we are, it's a bit downbeat because of how we've been playing the last two home, the last two home games, obviously, the Preston one and Derby one. We're going to have to have a quick cover of them because I went the Derby one and... Oh, it, it was woeful, wasn't it? It was
1: awful. It was awful. They wanted it more than us. They had no pressure on them. Um, I thought we were very poor and I thought we should have lost by more. Preston, I couldn't believe how we let them walk through the middle of us. Every ball was going down the centre and you you were thinking is anybody playing in the middle of this pitch apart from Preston? It was appalling. Absolutely appalling. And the gate today reflected what fans think. I know the FA Cup uh, attendances have gone down over the years and and you look at like Leicester playing at home yesterday. There was lots of empty seats. Not as many as ours. But people are voting with their feet now. And The owners will probably realise that. But at this moment in time, they'll turn around and say, as you've said, however rich they are, they can't do anything about it. And if if you look at it realistically, it goes back to, we know, the last year of Hughes, the Lambert, the Rowett and the Jones. We know where it's gone to, but that's what happens in football. And the the same thing's starting to happen at Burnley now. You know, Burnley, everybody looked at Burnley like they did at Stoke and said, they'll never come down because they've got so-and-so as manager. They might not escape this year.
0: I've got a feeling they'll go down, yeah. I've, I've got a yeah,
1: feeling. And I think Newcastle had dead certs. And by the way, well done Cambridge yesterday because they thoroughly deserved to win. They worked so hard. And that's the beauty of the FA Cup. And, you know, we're sitting in the fourth round with a home tie against Wigan. And we might be able to use that money that we get. I mean, today, I can't believe if you lived overseas and you tuned in and you think, great, third round of the FA Cup and you've got Stoke and Leighton Orient on your international TV. Wow, I think I'd, I think I'd go out. But, you know, we, the money that Stoke will make from the cup run, albeit 2016, so there's a bit of progression there. Everywhere we turn now, we need to make some money. And that, that is terrible because we've got owners that would probably invest just as much again and watch it disappear down the toilet because they can and because they want to. But we can't at the moment. So we just have to do the best with what we've got and, and see if we can make a good cut run out of this. Because every match you win, Ian, gives you confidence. And Tyrese Campbell scored today. He didn't play great. He went on for very long, but he scored. He scored. And
0: that's the good thing. That's the good thing. That's
1: the one thing. Because, look, the last three, the last three, four home matches we've played, I can't count more than five or six shots. Yeah. Let alone shots on target. That's a worry.
0: There's a lot of worries in the, at the moment, isn't there? And that's that's one of the biggest problems. Like, everybody's looking at the January window now, but like you've already said, we've got no money spend. We're going to have to look at loans to try to go in. We've been linked to this well, The it'll
1: be loans or free agents, and you don't want a free agent because they aren't playing.
0: Yeah, well, you look... And looking, loans, yeah, they aren't playing much. much either. Yeah, the, the problem is, well, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, this Hayward this Bailish would be a good one because... He has been playing at Anderlecht and Him then coming back. We've got Tom Edwards coming back, which means, I think that's what De was brought in to do once. He just just uh, fill the gap till Beautiful. January, till Tom Edwards comes back. I think that's what that was. So he's probably looking for a new club now. Um, I'm just hoping you, could, you get it right this time, because this summer, you know, we got Ostergaard, we got Simmer, we've got Surridge, we've got a few players. And to be honest, none of them have really ripped up the ground running so I'm really hoping this time that they can get it right with a couple of the signings and then we move on to the next game where we're going to do predictions and scores for the next game
1: <laughs> so do you well, Barnsley <laughs> right I predict uh, obviously the new year hasn't gone yet I predict that Stoke will win 2-1 at Barnsley and everybody will be flying again thinking you know that we're going to win the league toxicity will go I just genuinely think we'll we'll beat Barnsley Uh, we can't I just don't believe we won't beat Barnsley we've got this ability Michael O'Neill has this ability like when we when we had to win to stay up he has this ability to to bring out teams that can get a result and I think we'll get at least a point but I'm also hoping and thinking we'll win so for me it's a 2-1 win what about you
0: I'm gonna go with a win. I'm going to, but it's only gonna be a scrape it's gonna be a scrape one 0 win for me, and I think Fletcher will score it'd score the winning goal. Um we're a bit down and confidence, aren't we? That, right? That's if he's fit, he well, might not be fit. I know you, you, you can say that about the entire team now, the going, It's like might be fit, might not be fit. We don't know, we're not 100 yeah. percent it's gonna be a difficult I mean, game without branches funny. for me. You know, without Veransky, yeah. I'm always worried when he doesn't play because, you know, he's the only one who inspires anything into from the middle of the park. So, for me, I was yeah. look at Yeah. that. So, for me, a scrape 1-0 win, I think, is a very good result, in my opinion, and that's what I'm going to take.
1: OK, well, I'll go with that. And then, of course, on Saturday, we're at Hull. It's not Saturday, it's Sunday, we're at Hull.
0: Hull, Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Um, we should batter them, really. They aren't a very good side at all, are they all? Yeah. Um, we're going to
1: batter them two now. I'm not so optimistic of the battering, but I will take. Um, I think we'll get at least a point, and I'm going two one. And there, we've got six points from two matches, and we're back. We're back in high scoring form again. Then, aren't we? will we'll win the league. All of this will be forgotten. No, I think these next two matches are really, really important. I do, honestly. Oh, really, blocks,
0: we have we, got to at least get four points out of these out of these next two matches for me. Because if we if we lose yeah. one, if if we lose to Barnsley, I think that's playoffs over for me. Not not
1: yes, I I, way, would, but, I would. No, I know, but you, you feel it's too much to catch up. Yeah, and I feel like that's
0: when we're we're chasing then, and we haven't got the squad at the moment to be chasing. We've got to be right in it, no, stay in it. Yeah. Especially if we've got no money True. to spend in January, which, which to be honest, I'm to be honest, I'm mad, I'm just sick of hearing it now. I am of this FFP, and we've got the. I know.
1: The, me too. Me I, too. I, I feel like
0: I'm Port Vale and got got no money at all and no fans or like that, but you know.
1: Well, it, look, I'm, you know, I I was uh, I must say that the Vale did very well yesterday, losing four one to Brentford, <laughs> and um, I, I actually thought. To be honest, I, I watched some of the game and I, I the Vale did very well and I was very impressed with them, but more impressed with Brentford.
0: Well, so speaking of the FA Cup, we'd have to have a quick mention about Jack Butland and his hour.
1: <laughs> well, listen, if ever there's an example of, of, of how quickly your career can change. I mean, Jack Butland was the golden keeper and we there were all saying he was better than Whitford yeah, and was he one. Yeah, he gets picked up that friendly. He breaks his ankle. Um, the fracture wasn't diagnosed properly. He lost his confidence. But that howler yesterday, and the only thing that shocked me more was that a phobie scored from it, because when he <laughs> played run, couldn't, couldn't hit a barn door, and and a phobia looks like he's lost, dropped a lot of weight too. But I felt for Butland, but they got they got through. And um, that's all that matters for them, I suppose. But I, I can't see him playing much more in um, in the season. And and the ladies... Do you want to ask me anything about the ladies?
0: Yeah, we'll go into the ladies, yeah.
1: Well, the ladies played their first game against West Bromwich Albion. So the first game of 2022. And uh, we don't always beat West Brom in the ladies' games because they lost one, though. No. Um, and the reserves... They played, um, they won 5-2 and they beat Solihull, Solihull Moors women 5-2. So we had a win and a loss. Well, that's a bit and of a
0: positive, uh, Ava, not
1: one win. Ava Suckley netted a hat-trick. So there you go. Well done, Ava. That's really good.
0: That, Star of the future, maybe. We never know. Yeah. So that's sort of what I'm done. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, make sure you follow us on any podcast platform make sure you follow us on instagram twitter anything that social media will be able to find us we're also now on youtube because these are going to be videos so you can watch us and see my ugly mug if you want to so make sure you like share and obviously comment if you need or want to But if you can as well, if you're a follower of iTunes, if you give us a five star review, it makes a big difference to the podcast and goes a long, long way. And it means a hell of a lot to me. So thank you. ta All the best.